Hello, dear HSE family, and welcome back to our Hotelcast, the hospitality audio experience. Whoop, whoop! It's keynote time. Neha and Jackie are absolute cracks in all things guest segmentation, which is one of the crucial parts within a successful communication strategy for hotels. The following 20 minutes are packed with hands-on practices on how to outplay your peers and become a guest segmentation unicorn. That's what we call full service, folks. Yes, our dear HSE friends, enjoy the ride on our Coco Coco main stage powered by Duero. Two wonderful ladies, and I'm so happy to present them because they have a lovely topic. Um, Neha Born from Revinade and Jackie Weiss from Seaside Hotels. Ladies, come on up, and um, you are going to speak about guest segmentation, the power of segmentation. Yes, guest segmentation. So enjoy. You have 20 minutes. Go for it, ladies. Thank you so much, Lisa. Let me see if I can pull up this presentation. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, Jackie and I, we're super happy to be here today. We will be talking about the power of segmentation and how it's an essential part of an effective guest communication strategy. I will be talking about the requirements for an ideal segmentation, while Jackie will be focusing on the best practices of the Seaside collection. But before we do that, let's quickly introduce ourselves. Yeah, thank you, Nea. As you said, my name is Jackie Weiss. I'm working for the Seaside Collection, and I did bring lots of examples today how important guest segmentation is, so I believe it's going to be quite an insight for everybody. My name is Neha, and uh, I'm with Revinate for four years now, and I love talking to hoteliers about CRM, data management, and guest feedback. Let's get started. Trying to. Yeah, here you go. When I talk to hoteliers on a day-to-day -day basis, there are a few facts that always get confirmed. The first one is that hoteliers love repeat and loyal guests. Obviously, who wouldn't? And secondly, personalization in the guest journey and meeting the individual expectations of guests really drives loyalty. Now, there's a third fact, and that is that unfortunately, a lack of data is not really helping to drive that personalization. So either the data is not available, or if it is, it's not really actionable, which I will elaborate a little bit later. Well, this is the hotelier side. Let's look at the guest side. There is a rising concern for data privacy. A recent study run by Smarter HQ confirms that 86% of consumers are concerned about their data. And the majority of those actually do not want companies to know too much about them. Now, surprisingly, 90% of these consumers <laughs> are actually willing to give their data um, if they see a benefit or if they just get a better guest experience. So basically, the need for personalization is still dominating. And that is why we are recommending to balance personalization and privacy. On the one hand, we highly recommend to be strategic about it. If you want the data from your guests, make sure that they understand what, they, what the benefit will be for them. If they like personalization, show them how you will personalize their guest journey for them. 
And then on the other hand, it's really useful to use technology for that because technology can help you on the one hand to avoid human error. Secondly, it really helps you to stay GDPR compliant, especially when you're talking about big volume of data. And thirdly, the automated processes, especially in times of staff shortage, can really help the employees to work on the most important things in the day-to-day -day operations. I can show you how complex data management actually can be on the next slide, because I would say available data is not necessarily actionable data, as I mentioned earlier. And what I mean by that is that Already with one hotel, you have different data sources. You have the PMS data, you have the newsletter signups, you have the spa data. There's so much data already with one property. Now, if you look at different properties, there's even more data involved here, and every property has a different data structure. And then, in addition to that, there is even a different format. So basically, if you Look at the date. The date is not written the same way in each country, right? And then oftentimes you have spelling mistakes in there, lack of data, the OTA email addresses are not really usable, and that is why I'm saying that available data is not really actionable data. And that is why the first step of personalization is really a centralized database and even more important, a centralized guest profile. This is something that we already do um, with an artificial intelligence in the back end. However, the topic of data management is not really new. We're talking about it quite often in our industry. But the traditional way of doing so is oftentimes based on a few fields such as first name, last name, email address. Now, if this guest, Caroline, books with a different email address, or she abbreviates her name, the algorithm already won't be able to recognize that she's the same person. And that's why we highly recommend to use an in-depth approach of database cleansing, which we do, for example, in three steps. First, we format and tag all the data available, not only a few fields. Then, in the next step, an artificial intelligence will identify if Caroline is the same person, yes or no, and that is actually even including enriching data. And then the third step is really putting that data, matching uh, and merging the whole profile data, basically. And the result for that is one single source rich guest profile. This profile came together with the PMS data, it came together with the survey that the guest filled out during the guest journey, it came together by the preferences the guest actually mentioned at the front desk, for example, and this is the first step for personalization. However, there's a second requirement that is needed for personalization because 70% of marketeers say that they are not really able to use the technology on a day-to-day -day basis. It's oftentimes too complex. You have different systems. They need to work with each other. They need to communicate with each other. And that is why we also recommend to have the four pillars in the system that you're choosing. So the first one I already mentioned is collecting the data from different sources. Let me quickly show you. 
And the second one is enriching the data, as I mentioned, so really using an in-depth approach. But there are two more steps that are very important, and this is using in the same technology, real-time segments in the back end that make sure that you have the right guest in the right segment. And the next step would be then to send the right campaign to the right guest at the right time. All in one technology, basically. Now, segmentation and automation goes hand in hand. And this is an example how you can set up a guest journey with automation and personalization. And as mentioned earlier, especially in times of um, staff shortage, you can really help to strengthen the guest relationship even if you don't have so many employees um, in the property at the moment. Commercial break. Lovara. With a diverse selection of massage oils, intimate care products, as well as seven different condom sizes, Lovara is the lifestyle brand in the area of sexual well-being and intimate care. Lovara always goes the vegan, sustainable and fair trade way with all its products. In the end, Lovara celebrates body positivity and diversity under the claim, just love each other the way you want. So hoteliers, talk to them and learn more about the Intimacy Kit or the snack and non-food self-service vending machine for your guests. If you want to test the product yourselves, get 20% off right now with our code HIC20 at lovara.com. Check our show notes for all the info about Lovara and the code. Enjoy! Now, let's look at the Seaside Collection, because the Seaside Collection is doing this very um, successfully already for a few years. And we can even see that in times of a pandemic, they are very profitable by using this approach. While I think numbers speak for themselves, Jackie will show us now how they exactly do it. Thank you very much, Nea. Really interesting numbers that you brought. Thank you. And uh, yeah, I really like the numbers uh, that we can see here, but obviously I do also like to look at different numbers and uh, what you brought with the 90% in the beginning, you mentioned 90% of guests like to share their data with us if they see a benefit. That's something if I talk to our staff at the hotel and I if, the, if it's a check-in or maybe at a reservation on a phone, if they explain how personal our newsletters are, there's hardly any guest who doesn't really sign up for it. So it's a great deal. Um, yeah, about five years ago, our journey with Revenate and Seaside Collection started. We were one of the first hotels in the German-speaking in the German-speaking region to start with Revenate and Protel. Along the way, I can tell you there was quite a few things that helped the implementation get along and have great campaigns that I did bring with us today. So we have a few reports from Revenate, like a data health report. It's a, just a really big overview where you can see how healthy your PMS system is, how many guest data I have laying around that is not being used at the moment. Where am I missing an email address? Or like Nea mentioned, where is there a booking.com email that I still need to catch a personal email address from? That's something I can also see in the arrivals report. 
not just something our front office works with, but also our sales team, that uses this to see who's arriving today or tomorrow, where do I maybe need to catch an email address or maybe even a birthday to do a birthday mailing, which is fully automated, just like the OTA WinBack campaign and also the Double Up In campaign. These are fully automated campaigns that once set up within the system, they run automatically. So it's also, in time of staff shortage, a really big help. Also, then you have the custom segment builder. With this, you can create basically any campaign in any segment. And I did promise some examples, so let's dive right into them. Where we go, thank you. This is our great example how simple segmentation can be. We want to promote an in-house event from the side hotel. In this case, it's a caveat tasting. The hard work has been done. The staff has already planned the event in the hotel. And in the end, we only need to inform our guests this event is happening and he can still book his table for this. So what we do within the system is we create a segment using guests who live locally by the hotel and who are staying in the hotel during the event date. But it's quite simple. We actually built a segment using two of these filters. The objective is not just to catch new event attendees, but also to have guests who live locally by to attend the event and maybe even stay a night. So it's a great example. And let me just bring you another one, showing you it's not just about in-house events that can be promoted. And also, it's not about sales. You don't always have to offer a discount to great revenue. This is a great example showing you we're promoting the city. Guests come to you to experience something in the city, obviously also the hotel. But if you have things happening in your city, like a Sunday shopping spree, let the guests know about this. It's really simple. We wrote all the guests who were checking out before Sunday or checking in after Sunday to let them know, hey, maybe you want to arrive earlier or extend your stay to have use the Sunday shopping spree. We also included the guests who stayed at the last Sunday shopping spree to maybe get some new bookings in the system. And as the numbers showed, it worked quite quickly for us. So this is a good example that segments can be written to more often. You don't have to wait for a Sunday shopping spree to happen to write your, to your guests. You can just re write them regularly, for example, with our newsletter that we write for the restaurant. We use the awareness of the restaurant to drive even more bookings towards the hotel. On the right, you can see a great example where we are offering the restaurant guests to extend their journey with us and book a dinner a hotel room after their dinner. Obviously, this is something you can't really send to the whole database. You need to segment it quite well. So let me show you on the next presentation and on the next slide how it works. This is a great format that hopefully many hotels did use during their reopening after the pandemic closure. In this case, it's an example of the side hotel who had been closed for three months after renovation. We did do a reopening campaign that we mailed to all our guests, and it was a really good success. One year after the reopening, we decided to write the guests again who hadn't yet experienced the new hotel. So we wanted to reactivate our campaign, but uh, the database, but obviously also reach new bookings. So what we did is we segment pair of guests who are, hadn't stayed with us yet, who hadn't stayed with us yet in the new booking, in the new hotel. And we did achieve quite a success and have lots of guests stay with us for the first time since the renovation. 
This is a great campaign showing you how easy it is to set up a segment and set up a campaign that you can easily tweak a little bit and copy and paste and use for different things. In the example here, we see our summer holiday promotion. We want to promote to families who are staying with children. It's something we get out of the system, it's in the protest system, so we can see how many guests are arriving or have arrived with children, and we send them very specific information. Our family are sweet, or maybe activities you can have in the city that have to do with family. In the end, we're segmenting for families with children. You can also segment, though, per gender. For example, and you launch a Valentine's campaign. He would get a information to book her a relaxing spa massage, and she would get an information to book a restaurant in the steak res uh, a table in the steak restaurant, for example. You could also filter a segment per room category, in case you want to do maybe a sweet special. But you can also do geo-targeting and obviously filter by guest destination and maybe make use of the UK um, vacations and filter and do a specific campaign just for that. And last but not least, I would like to show you um, a campaign that I'm quite proud of actually, um, especially in times of to pandemic closure and staff shortage, we were all standing in front of the same issue. So hotels were being closed down and everybody was asking themselves, how are we going to reach all the guests who are still planning to come to us? How are we going to inform them? We sat down internally and actually debated how are we gonna do this without having too much resources being used? So we did the automation within the system, which meant we set up one-time campaign, letting the guests know if they can cancel their reservation, change their reservation, or even receive a voucher. It was quite easy and set, set up one time and sent out. After that, we used the reporting that we have through Revenate to let the team know who had opened the email, who had already answered the email, so that the team had, can only focus on the people who hadn't yet opened the email and try to contact them, obviously, before they get to the hotel. So I don't know how any other hotel dealt with this, but the manual process would have taken several days. In this case, it was done quite easily, and especially the team was really happy to see what the tech, is, what can, what the tech can do for them, how they can help them. And this is the operative team who are in charge of getting on, collecting all the guest data as much as possible for you. So for them, it was a great win. Yeah, and in the end, I think we can recap saying, for a successful guest communication, you really need great segmentations, creative segmentations, and it's um, not so difficult to do, as we can see here. Thank you very much. Thank you. Oh. I think we have some questions. Thank you very much. Um, we have one question from the audience in the stream. Um, and Niels, he's asking, are segments not too statistic? And is it not better to build an audience base to fit your campaign as closely as possible instead of sending similar campaigns to the audience again and again? Yeah, I would say if you talk about static segments, then indeed I agree, but we're actually talking about dynamic segments, and these dynamic segments allow to really match a lot of different filters, and also the behavior of the guest can be identified, and in that combination, you're actually not sending the same and similar campaigns to every guest. Okay, great. Thank you very much. Thank you. I think that's all. Thank you. <laughs>